So should I like start this off? The same? Hi. Oh, should I start this off the same way I used to, or should we like start I, a new thing? I, like, I think you should start it the same way you used to. And, okay. But uh, what? What is the? What Brian, is, do you like film? <laughs> I think that'd be funny. <laughs> Just pretend to be Brian. No, no. Okay. I, I like the idea of you asking me that and being like, "Well, first of all, I'm not Brian." <laughs> Well, we're, we'll just put all this in. I'm, I'm already recording, so we can use this. It's all gold. Chris. Chris McCaleb. Yeah. Do you like films? I do. I love films. I don't see as many of them as I used to or as I want to. Do you like these type of films? In general, it's funny. I was I was looking through. Uh, I was <clears throat> just moving into a new place, and I was putting out my Laserdisc collection, and I have- Which you still have. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. And- um. Uh, I have a, a fair number of Criterion laser, laser discs. Yeah, nice. that's where they started. Okay, yeah, and so so yes, I in general, I I do like a prestige film. Mm-hmm. I do like a film that has been dubbed uh, a um, an important is an important or or classic, contemporary or classic. What what is the criteria for Criterion? <laughs> um, I think it's piss. No. <laughs> Piss coming out. Dicks. Well, it's certainly it's certainly in in the uh, the Pasolini uh, catalog. I think it just, certainly is. Look, if nothing else gets accomplished with Criterionauts, by the end of it, you will hate films. Oh, <laughs> so. okay. Well, I mean, that would. I guess that's probably better for my schedule. <laughs> probably. It only took I think twenty four episodes before Brian had to tap out. So luckily for you. Oh, by the way, I'm Joey. One of your Criterionauts, and we're welcoming new Criterionaut, Chris McCaleb. Hello. Who's going to be watching these horrible movies now with me. Thanks for having me. It's, I think, it's a pleasure? Yeah. Question mark? It gradually won't be. I do but, have, a, I have a, question, a quick question. Please. It is, it is uh, you've taken a, a lengthy uh, break yes. from this show, and uh, listening to the theme song, is it still appropriate with everything that's going on in the world, with everything that's happened in this country specifically, for that to be the? I think it just makes it like more current. Message received. <laughs> that uh, intro, not to get too inside baseball, was was Ball re- one. remarkably hard to make because I had to time adjust the marching sounds to match the background music what a nerd and you nerd it was like it's it's <laughs> too, terribly difficult <laughs> it's too long yeah. it's not a good song i don't even know what it means really oh i like it but oh you don't well das Vidanya. <laughs> no i i i think we had a fan at one point tell us like roughly what it was but it's basically just like ah oh, rush is the best Yay, Russia. Can't argue that. Yeah. yeah. L- legally. Yeah, exactly. I'm not allowed to argue that. Um, but yes, it's it's been a while. I have not watched a Criterion movie since, weirdly. Um, and now we're di- jumping back in the deep end. Oh, man. Uh, with Canterbury Tales from 1972, Criterion number 633. 111 minutes. NC-17 rated 6.5 on IMDb mm-hmm. with 5,000. 545 votes. Rotten Tomato score of 63%, five positive, three negative. Now, that's interesting. Well, that's only eight reviews. Okay. The going to the backlog of stuff post uh 
or like pre Rotten Tomatoes existence, right. there's barely any reviews yeah. unless people like it, it, unless it's like a big thing. Like, and yeah. So, yeah, so I feel like the Criterion old movies like this and Solo and stuff like that they have unfairly <coughs> unfairly me. high levels for what they are. Or I'm just an uncultured swine, and I don't get it. You know, it. it's interesting, because I my good friends... <clears throat> from, love Canterbury know, Tales? Uh, they love Pasolini. Oh, and, okay. And I remember that the, uh, my one of my best friends had the solo Laserdisc, and there's a lot of, a lot of Laserdisc work <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. And it went out of print, or maybe... Oh, fuck, was it? It might have been the DVD, actually. Um, but it, whatever it was, it went out of print, like, almost immediately mm-hmm. and then it was this rare valuable thing that i think they sold for quite a bit of money that's smart because you can buy it at barnes and noble now and and also fuck that movie <laughs> and fuck should i can i say fuck this movie you can say fuck this god movie. damn i don't think it'll be pardon uh, our language but jesus christ this um I've never seen a movie that had add yeah, well, I you, guess Michael Bay movie. You need to go back and watch Sweet Movie, uh, just for extra credit. I don't have to do anything. You, <laughs> um, you told me about Sweet Movie. Sweet Movie, like, shook me to my core for like a week. You told, I believe you told me about that. Yeah, I have never been so just like, like, what am I even fucking doing? Like, Sweet Movie is on Criterion Collection. Like, what am I doing? Like this is all bullshit. It's all of it is bullshit. Well, it is interesting how much of it, and you talked about this um, on the podcast about Solo, um, which I listened to in preparation for this, mm-hmm. along with all the other episodes. I listened to all of them in in, in one day. Yeah, and um, so much of it is about the context when the film came out, and it's more about the. I guess it's sort of like Andy Warhol. Like the 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 art is not necessarily the thing; it's the process of making the art, or it's w- what the art was saying about the art world. And I <clears throat> I would say that about Pasolini too, where he was just I would he was say that pushing boundaries. He was doing things that nobody had done. I mean, now eating if, diarrhea. If, and- yeah, but if you want to see that now, you just Google it. <laughs> <laughs> and you, it wouldn't take that long. You no. could see, you could see, and you could see shit that is illegal to look at in this country. You could find it pretty quickly. You want to see someone eat some shit? I'll show you someone eating some shit. Uh, hey, it depends how long this podcast goes. <laughs> you might see. We'll me get to today. Criterion eight hundred and twenty. Oh God, someone eating shit. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it's uh, let's, simple. Let's read before we jump in of what Criterion describes the Canterbury Tales like. And that was when I read it in my pretentious voice. <clears throat> Chaucer? Geoffrey? Ge- Ch- Chaucer. Geoffrey? It's, it's Jeffrey. Eight of Geoffrey Chaucer's lusty tales come to life on screen in Pierre Paolo Pasolini's <laughs> gutsy and delirious The Canterbury Tales, which was shot in England and offers a remarkably earthy recre- recreation of the medieval era. 
from the story of a nobleman struck blind after marrying a much younger and promiscuous bride to a climactic trip to hell populated by friars and demons, surely one of the most outrageously conceived and realized sequences ever committed to film. What? This is an endless imaginative work of merry blasphemy framed by Pasolini's portrayal of Chaucer himself. Which was played by Pasolini. Oh. That's your pretentious voice? That's that's Criterion Aboutski. Interesting. He describes to you what Criterion thinks of these movies. That's fair. And now we jump in, shall we? So you hate it. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> okay. The the when I was looking up after I started watching it. I was like, this doesn't seem like the audio is right. <laughs> Correct. So everyone looks like they are saying the words on the subtitles for most of it. I was like, this I, this guy's speaking English. The mm-hmm. subtitles I can see is what he's saying, but I'm hearing oh, that's, oh, right. over top of it. It was some. It was dubbed in some other language. It's it Italian. Italian. Yeah. And looking at Why the- Why did you make us do that? What? Why did you make us watch an Italian <laughs> dubbed version with English subtitles? I couldn't find the English dub, but on the on this the tragic. Blu-ray collection, it's like director approved English dub. I was like, so is it just the audio from the thing? What? Like they just put the actual audio because most of the people, the main characters, were speaking English. That's what I thought. But like that, watching it. That is it's like the Italian audio is the true version of the movie. What? Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> um so uh so wait a second. So right off the bat, that voiceover over the titles, I guess what the, part What was that? That well first off, there's nothing quite like a two and a half minutes of black text on white background to yeah. really get you ready for oh, a man. I was for, revved up. Yeah, for a Pasolini movie. Um I I thought when the guy started reading the titles out loud, it was like, shit, we have like the commentary audio yeah. or something. Yeah, or but, just some guy is like, Oh, Pasolini. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like him. Film de Paolo Pasolini. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this can't it's a be riff real. tracks. We're going to find out that we did have the wrong audio, but what, whatever. I doubt it would make the movie much better. I mean, I think I think we got it. Well, at the very least, he tries to go mass market because we get a really quick, awesome pro wrestling match. Oh, immediately. Where the winner gets a goat, <laughs> which I think is how all pro wrestling should actually Absolutely. End. Absolutely. It's good for livestock. It's good for America mm-hmm. and the world. Immediately, as soon as we see like the landscape of this opening area, this guy's just singing. There's people, there's people singing and r- pro wrestling with goats, and there's animals everywhere. Dude like, with the face tattoo. Yeah, it looks so expensive. Yeah, already. Yeah, and I'm like, did people not know what they were making when they started making it? See, <laughs> I I have that. I I don't know how much you jump around here on this podcast, but I I don't I don't. I'm uncomfortable with Pasolini's access to children. Like, I don't know who the parents are who are allowing their kids to be so available for these That's movies. That's a good point. I there, think- are, there are a bunch. I mean, not it's not quite like it is in Solo, but... Lots of boys and girls in Solo. Yeah. I'm, maybe too many. Yeah. Yeah. And too maybe much one, of them. Maybe one is too many. <laughs> 
I am legally speaking. I am not familiar really with his oeuvre. I don't know a lot of his other movies other than the ones on Criterion. Has he made stuff that's like, oh, I love his witty romantic comedy and he just does these weird movies on the side? Or is it he's always done like the weird fucked up shit and someone's like, I want to make the weird fucked up shit. I I am pretty sure it's the latter. I am pretty (laughs) sure he's the fucked up guy. Fucked up director guy. But he's like, able to snow so many people into making these Like, movies. I don't think he ever made, like, Alex and Emma or... Um, uh, the Rock? What's the... Oh, no. I was Criterion's trying to think of... I was, trying, I was trying to think of... Uh, I, have the, I have the Laserdisc of the Criterion, <laughs> The Rock. Question quick. Do you have a way to play Laserdisc currently? Uh-huh. Okay, good. Not only that, <laughs> but we got, for the new place, we got this... Uh, my girlfriend got this vintage television at a... A yard sale for twenty bucks. It's like it's, a CRT. It's awesome, and it like it looks it almost it looks haunted, and <laughs> okay. uh, and it, the, they were like, I don't know if it works. We were just going to use it as furniture, but it works. The TV works, and I haven't figured out quite yet how to get an image into it. Oh, okay. Um, but it, it's going to happen. Is it like one of those seven hundred pound like HD CRTs? No. Oh, oh okay. no, no. It's from like the 70s or the oh, 60s. Oh, okay. Like yeah. dials. It's not dials. It's buttons, but the buttons are very, uh, they're mismatched and they're, they're very strange, <laughs> but there, uh, there's a, uh, like a solid static image right now. So, so that's, that gives me hope. Okay. Well, I look forward to hearing how haunted it is. Yeah. But yeah, I, I was trying to, in my, in my joke here, I was trying to think of like romantic comedies that Pasolini might've made. Like that were like more mainstream, and then he was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna, I, I want people to eat shit. <laughs> I want people to fuck shit." At least he has shit. some restraint and holds it to the end. Wait, how many how many uh, expletives are we allowed on this show? Uh, Swear words. We start having to pay after like the twentieth one. Oh man! But I think we'll we'll be fine. We'll fly under the radar this time. Okay. Meanwhile, in genital bar. Is is what I have listed. So there's there's really no setup to this, and there's really no rhyme or reason for the bulk of the movie, except that no. some guys like, hey, tell us tell a story on the way to Canterbury. Like, so wait a second, you when you set this up w- with your Aboutski, yeah, you said it's eight stories, mm-hmm. eight tales. Th- there were like fifty different vignettes. I have. It was exhausting. I have titles for most of them. I I'm think so I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so. I. I was. I. In full disclosure, I watched this uh, very late last night. I was actually going to pull up your texts. And uh, I, I, I. And I'll also be honest. There were a couple of times that that I may have nodded off. <laughs> uh, this seems like a bad one to nod off. Like get in your subconscious. I've got. Yeah. It might. Maybe it's still a part of me. Maybe I'm still watching the movie. I don't know. <laughs> That kind of troubles me. That's why there's a pile of shit in front of you on the table. Oh, no. <laughs> ah! Not again. Got him. Uh... Held off texting at 2 a.m., but man, did I not enjoy that movie. No. <laughs> Certainly not. That's. I was just sitting there with my head in my hand, and like the things I was writing down, it's like, man, I haven't done this in a while. It's like, I like doing it, and I don't know why, but it still just makes me angry that these things are, import- are considered important. And I can work on my dick joke cartoons for like a month and like a hundred thousand people see it and then forget about it forever. 
Like maybe I just needed to have more people eating like shit replicas, and then people would remember it. Well, and you needed to have done it in the thirty 60s years ago or seventies. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So our little setup is that this guy's like tell stories on the way to Canterbury, and. We're off, I you guess. Mean like, the, you mean at the world's worst Renaissance fair out there? <laughs> or like one of those those old town recreations, like Colonial Williamsburg or something? He The the guy who was doing the speech, he I called him Wet Guy, followed by Meats. <laughs> Who's Meats? It, it was, they were literally carrying trays of meat. And it was like, everybody, tell me a story. And I'll give you a reward. We're going to Canterbury for some reason. And then there was a guy in the in that and when he did that in that audience, there was a guy who was dressed and looked exactly like Mario from the Mario Brothers. Um, he had a like blue and red outfit on. Really? Yes. I don't. Yes. This. When the, in the scene where the guy's like silence, I'm going to tell you about Canterbury. Go to Canterbury. There's a guy who looks just like Mario. He's got the mustache, everything. What's I that? swear to you. B- uh, Bob Hoskins? Swear. Not that Mario. Oh. <laughs> this ain't your father's Mario. Um, the quote I have from the woman uh, as we went into genital bar is, genitals aren't just for pissing, Still, and then still nothing has happened. And we are six and a half minutes into the movie. <laughs> Story number one. Bam, we are somewhere else, which is my first alt title of this movie. Somewhere else! Exclamation mark. <laughs> Story number one, I have titled, Some Dude in His Dick. Some Dude in His Dick. Which, it, it, it was a sort of repeating image of dude with boner and pants holding said boner in pants and walking around looking sad about it. <laughs> Which uh, is probably the only thing in the movie that I related to on an active <laughs> level. It's definitely... I mean, dude, we've all been there. It's a big part of my life. Especially when it goes, like, completely down to your knee, as most of them did. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, Realistically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Uh, yeah. Did you... Okay, so in this story number one, an old man decides it's time to be married, and he wants to get married right now, and I'm going to find a wife. And- but he doesn't seem to care about women very much. <laughs> Does not seem... Maybe even to like women. Kind of seems like it's all about him. Or that he's ever seen one because he picks the first one that he looks at. Yep. And her name is... Certainly based on her personality. 100%. uh, Because all title for this story is her. Uh, We meet meet May, who seems to have like three or four kids already that are no longer an issue after we meet May. Uh, But then the reason he picks her to be married is one of the kids lifts up May's dress, and she doesn't care, but now her ass is out. Yeah. And so he's like, that's the one. I wasn't entirely sure that that's what was going on, and it wasn't just suddenly you could see one of the little kid's butts, (laughs) which is when I wrote down, I don't like the access to children (laughs) that Pasolini has. I'm pretty sure the kid is just, she was down on the ground working on something, and the kid's just like, eh? Like like in a showroom or something, just lifts up the back. Yeah, you she, know, like kids. Kids are always doing that. Yeah. They're always like, hey, check out this butthole. <laughs> and by the way, I know that you've been married for, for a while and, and, and stuff, but uh, I've, I've, I don't know, a few years ago, I was in the dating pool. Mm-hmm. This is not how modern dating works. As it was you back then. You don't just say, you, 
It was back then. Oh, that's like, how you got Kim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just pointed at her? Some kid showed me her She's, ass. Yeah, and, and you I, were like, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. I said, I will be married tomorrow. Yeah. And or I could, it, was it tomorrow or was it immediately? <laughs> I don't... You could tell that she really loved him, though, from her dead stare and vacant <laughs> eyes. Yes. And she how she an didn't do anything. For sure. They uh, they have their engagement party, which is the next scene, or or maybe like the the ceremony after they get married. And she's just stuffing her face full of chicken or whatever. And sad boy with the dick is just like looking at her. I'm like, oh, she's so great. Oh, you mean the sad clown boy? <laughs> he the uh, the ginger man. The sad clown. I because he was dressed like a jester. That was was bizarre. Yeah, his outfit. yeah. And not his face, but his outfit. Um, also, I don't know if you noticed, but in that scene when they're like, I, I can't remember if it was right before or right after the wedding. Um, when there's all those people in the court, a lot of people just hanging out at court in the court. By the way, not mm-hmm. a lot, not a lot of jobs, I guess, or like hobbies or activities people had to do. Families, maybe, mm-hmm. but there were there was a group of men just playing ball, just like throwing a ball around <laughs> for no reason. Just- no, no reason. Just in a group, just throwing. Oh, ball. I love ball. Yes, ball's great. Like a big ball up in the air. It was at this point, like when we cut straight to the ceremony. I was like, I think scenes are missing from this. I I think maybe this copy's bad. <laughs> I don't think it is. I want to marry her anyway at our engagement yeah. dinner. Yeah. Meanwhile. Yeah. Elsewhere. Um. Oh, somewhere else. Um. We. This. I feel like every one of these stories, despite there being eight of them, can be summed up in about one sentence. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stretch a little bit. All right. Um, May, I guess, likes the ginger or the, the the clown man. Clown man really needs to bang May so much so he writes her a letter, and that's that that's kind of the big plot point in this. And she's married to this big gregarious slimy man who likes to sing after he he busts one gross shitty old dude yeah and he like doesn't really care about may but you can like may is just like super into him you can tell because she doesn't move ever she just yeah. like lays there until and, that until she laughs like a like a maniac at him dancing around yeah. and i couldn't tell if she was like laughing at him or with him which they end of scene we don't yeah. see it anymore uh, who cares so yeah um, Who cares? After sex bed? What are you going to do? <laughs> the height of romance. Sex bed. <laughs> sex bed is also... Everybody some... out. I'm going to fuck this woman. That's <laughs> They walk you to the bed. That's so weird. Super weird. Like, all right, everybody, you need to do your thing. Well, like, I mean, but uh. what is interesting, it, it, I, I, I don't know if it's legally or if it's in the ch- eyes of the church. You're married. But there's something, there's some part of the covenant or the contract that is not complete until you consummate the marriage by fucking. Yeah, until you get down. crazy that everybody, I mean, and it's like, and parents are always like, when are you going to put a baby in my daughter? Are you fucking my daughter enough? That is currently weird. That is currently weird. Still weird. Well, you got it. There's, I mean, success. (laughs) So people get off my back. You got them up in there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Hello, boys. I just it, the, the fact, 
he's like wearing this like white poncho thing, like clearly his fucking clothes. And like, everyone walks him into the room and he's like, all right, everybody leave. Yeah. I need to do my thing. Do you think after it was anybody like, I kind of wanted to watch that. <laughs> but, you know, um, in, in dubbed Italian. But, <laughs> but speaking English Ballerina. underneath it. Um. So, okay. Where are we? Uh, Okay, we go to, we take a trip after there, he bangs this lady a couple times, May. I don't even know what the old dude's name was. Did they even give him one? I, I called him fat guy, but he wasn't that fat. Like he, he, the, in the very, I said fat guy because right off the bat, he was in this like giant outfit. Yeah. That yeah. made him look fat. He was not fat. So I, sir, I apologize. He's, he's very moist too. Oh, so wet, fatty. Wet fat bangs Wet May a couple fat. goes bangs May a couple times and then takes her for a walk in his private garden, um, which is just full of random naked people. I think that those were angels or devils or something. They were definitely supernatural, which as we learn later. At first, you don't. Yeah, I was like, okay, She's there's like, just oh, some young naked people. Pasolini's at it again. <laughs> yeah. These could oh. be this. These people may have just wandered onto set. <laughs> Italians, Italy's a magical place, just full of nude gardens. It's nice. Um, they don't make really mention nice. of that at all, though. The first time you see them, he takes her to nope. his private garden that only he has the key of, and then there's just like a, a naked lady over here, a naked dude over here, and they're just like watching. Sounds pretty good to me. That's the end of that scene. Yeah. Well, who needs it? I I guess I missed when the curse happened but at the the old sweaty man is suddenly struck blind and i didn't realize that it was she didn't she poison him didn't she do something to make him go blind she she did something to him she wrote a letter no she just did something to him and then she got up out of bed naked okay. thank you pasolini <laughs> sat in the you chair gross that's way pervert. too big yeah and then wrote out this letter like Nicolas Cage in Con Air style. Dear daughter, I am fine. But just about how she was in love with him. And uh, Her? No. she wanted to boon. Boon. Now, by the way, when right after the naked people in the garden, I did write the note. I hate that you're making me watch this. <laughs> I'm not making you do anything. You, you did. <laughs> you were like, yeah, I love to watch it. I love that movie. And I, don't think, I don't think that happened. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so she, the w- wet fat goes blind, and then May sets up a secret meeting in the secret garden with Clown Boy. And their plan, I guess, is to fuck in a tree. Yep, to just just dangerously fuck up in that tree. While Above, he's, yeah, wet old fat guy. Just wanted some elderberries or whatever. <laughs> right. So help me up there, husband or whatever. Cunnilingus and berries. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> um. Oh, his name was Damien. I'm sorry, guys. I, I think we just learned that about here. But he's Damien was still just like in the tree holding his dick still. Sadly. Yeah, wait, no, the boy ran away. What are we talking about? Are you talking about, is Fat fat Wet his name Damien? No, the clown sad, boy. The sad boy? Cl- clown boy is Damien. Okay. The one that wants to, to bang May, and he's in the tree yeah, yeah. being sad, holding his dick still yeah, yeah. in the garden. 
But then they do fuck, and he runs away once once he gets his sight back. So that this is when we find out the naked people in the garden are actually magical things. That's right. That was not well established. <laughs> it was not at all. Very confusing. She's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give her her voice back, and the other guy's like, I'm gonna give him his vision back so he can see their treachery, and he suddenly can see again, and he looks up and sees like his wife trying to fuck a dude in a tree above him and it's immediately forgiven. Oh yeah. End of story. Yeah. The end. <laughs> what did I, we learn? I, I will say they were that make out. There's some really good kissing. Uh, uh yeah. Apparently some, like, passionate kissing in this movie. The way that you kiss the best is if you open your mouth as wide as it can go and then turn one of them 45 degrees and then smash them together. I liked it. And then don't move. No, I liked it. <laughs> I was into it. It's, I do remember that kiss. Great that story. They hung on it for way too long. Yeah. And it looked very not real. Oh, I Until they cut from the bottom shot and suddenly there's like, just trying to, to rope it in, just sh- push rope in. There were a couple of questionable latter-day Michael Kahn cuts in this movie where they cut from uh, one shot to another shot of about the same size. Similarly, there's a couple of bad cuts in this movie. That's the problem with the movie? That's, Some of the cuts? That is an problem with the movie. <laughs> All right. Anyway, somewhere else. Story number two. <laughs> this one's I've dubbed Subtlety. This one is, um, I think we are in some sort of gay whorehouse. Yeah, but which, and then those guys are shaking people down for money. The, the, you you can atone for your sins of banging a dude, which we see two dudes banging dudes through cracks in the door. And then the the cool like Pope guy in the purple outfit yeah. comes and they're like, you need to that pay hat. for that. That was yeah. nuts. You need to pay for that. Yeah, those guys really, those dudes could have saved themselves a lot of trouble and money if they just shut the door. (laughs) Just close some doors, guys. (laughs) What are you doing? But it was like that, it was halfway through this story when I was like, okay, this has nothing to do with anything we just saw. Right. Like, forget about all that. I was like, when is this going to connect? Yeah, yeah. It's not? Oh, it's not. It's not at all. Oh, is that what this movie is? (laughs) Oh, it's just a series of random vignettes. Yeah, yeah. Disc just not. Co- oh, just not connected. Oh, thanks, Pier Paolo Pasolini. To be Triple fair, P. though, he can't really get his claws in too deep on a single story when there's this many. So I prefer this to Solo. Ah, fair enough. So, the more time you spend in any one place, that's when it gets dangerous. Uh, so it took uh longer than I care to admit to realize that these were dudes banging dudes. Uh-huh. I was like, what's the fucking problem? Like, still, what's the fucking problem? Yeah. But there's no problem with it, Joey. Back you, then. It sounds like you have a problem with it. No, it was it's back then huh. them this times. Is very interesting. Very illuminating. Them times? Them times. Them times. They <laughs> way back. Yeah. <laughs> way back in them times. Was this I don't even know what time period this would be. Like sixteen hundreds or something when uh, when were the Canterbury tales written? I have no idea. Uh conservatively, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> weird um it's it had to be a long time ago hundreds of years ago um wow 
Wow, there's no way for us to find out. No, no. Unfortunately. this The whole point of this story is that some dudes are banging. Two right. sets of dudes are banging. One of them can pay for it in terms of paying the church for his... Paying it off, yeah. yeah. Pay his sins away. The other dude can't. Like, he just doesn't have any money. And he's like, you're fried. And I'm like, well, that's weird. Like, what does that mean? And it literally means they fucking burn him alive. Yeah, crazy. And there's an audience. And there's a, just, everyone's and there's just chilling. selling uh, chiclets, or what was that guy selling? Like, Some sort of weird bread. Sizzler. What, what did he, he was, <laughs> he, I think I wrote it down. Fritters. He was selling fritters, assuming I, that the translation was correct. <laughs> to be fair, I can't watch anybody burn to life without a fritter either. So no, I get it, it helps. It helps. I mean, for me, I grew up in Arizona mostly, so I, I like to have like some some Native American fry bread. Oh, uh, okay. Some good stuff. Just really sets off a burning honey on it. Yeah, just you want to have some some real simple carbs and sugar. <laughs> And uh, I have an update for you, by the okay, way. Okay, yes. Not to interrupt you. Uh, the Canterbury Tales was originally published in 1387. So it's been a minute. It's been some time. <laughs> okay. It's been, yeah, I don't even know. I don't think you can get hats that purple anymore. That's probably true. The, apparently, too, when you get set on fire, as soon as you catch on fire, you turn into a mannequin. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's part of it's part of God's plan, <laughs> which they made sure you His knew. Plan again. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Yeah. They made sure to hammer in that right next to the guy, the the dude with the the cross staff had to come and like post up. Yeah. So you make sure it's like, oh, is this is like relig- a religious thing, like, right? This is what the church wants to happen. Like, you get it? Yeah. There's, there's all kinds of church murdering turn yeah every day we murder in i have to stop that yes but the problem is we cut to this new scene directly after this uh somewhere else and i'm like oh we just jumped to a new story and i didn't realize it was the same dude how long did it it same dudes both of them i didn't even recognize the other one yeah those were the two guys who were who were doing the snooping to okay i didn't know there were two telling on the church to, about those guys who were just loving those sweet, sweet butts. <laughs> no problem in loving butts. No, definitely. I mean, it sounds like you have a problem. I don't butt. have a problem. Man, These guys are wow. tax collectors, and they they make some sort of weird brother blood pact that they're it's like, we need to talk and trade secrets on how to make money. And yeah, they say, very strange. Extortion and blackmail. Yep. Very subtle. The, 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 cri- the criticism of the church is... It's like a beautiful tapestry of woven words and wisdom that right, they're right. taking it down a little. Yeah, I call those guys perv narcs. <laughs> That's their their occupation. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this story though, as much as the beginning is just stupid and doesn't mean anything, I really like the twist at the end, and I don't even know like if it is real or not. They like make a bet with. It's like I bet you can't get money from this old woman. He's like, I bet I can. Tell her she's needed in court or whatever. And then she's like, I don't have any money to my name at all. I don't have any money. I promise on whatever. And he's just like, By the way, I'm the devil. She promised, and I own you now. I'm like, What? You know, I missed that. <laughs> Is that one of your your nods? Off? God damn! I get apparently. I guess that's that's an undocumented nod. The dude, shit. The dude selling the fritters. 
uh, listen to the woman explain her story about how she couldn't pay and she swears on everything. He's like, you can have my my pot, which was like her prized golden right, pot right. possession. You can have it, I swear. And he, she's like, you, the fritter man's like, you swear? You swear really that this is true? Yes, I swear. I swear on your life. He's like, whatever. And I guess through some sort of weird circular logic he had in his head, he's like, all right, I'm the devil. I, uh, this pot is mine now and you're mine now. We're going to go to hell, and I'm going to teach you some shit. End of story. What? As they're watching. Is that why they... I I couldn't make heads or tails of that, I guess, because I missed that part. (laughs) Because I was watching a movie dubbed in Italian. You missed the one crucial information point where he's suddenly the devil for some reason? Man... Did you get... Did I'm you, not going to watch this movie again. Yeah. But it sounds like I need to. You should watch that scene again. Shit. You should uh, oh, also... I'm so embarrassed. The, the subtlety of how the devil is like, this seems bad. You see what they did there? No. It's like how, how the church was like burning gay people and the devil's like, eh. Oh, yeah. Weird. Yeah. Right? It makes you think. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, somewhere else, <laughs> the um, at the refugee hostel, as I called it. Uh, oh, I called this one. I hope this kid gets murdered. Wait. We are we are in the Charlie Chaplin story. Oh my god! <laughs> I hope I I hoped while watching it. I hoped I got murdered. <laughs> That's fair. I that also- was n- so bizarre that he would do that. Also, there are a lot of people in this movie. Who smile like serial killer, like maniacs? Who, I mean, he's one of them. The angels, the naked angels in the garden, they were just smiling mm. in a, in a way that was, or unnatural. maybe like they're captives being of forced the to director. Yeah, like these people. Have anybody heard from these people again? <laughs> like, if you have, please yes. please write in to us. It was at this time. I have a note in my notes saying I started eating. I really hope I don't regret this. <laughs> I didn't know what was coming. I mean, did you start eating because of the donut seller? Yeah, the and fritters. Then he ate the donut. Were those fritters? You, this not, you just said they were fritters. No, no, no. Fritter Man was selling fritters. This is a new story. Oh, okay. This somewhere is the else. Chaplin story. There was like a cart, like a food truck almost. Like a like one of those like food carts that you'd see at at like a, a sporting event. And um, I know about sports, clearly, <laughs> right? And uh, he was selling donuts, which seemed like, do they have donuts in 1387 or whatever? I mean, year if they I had said? the ability to fry stuff and put holes in it, like circular in, donuts. Probably. And then there was a little girl eating the donut, and the guy just like was stealing her donut, just eating. Old, old Chuck Chaplin was eating her donut. And that little girl was just looking right into the camera, just making big old, like, (laughs) full-blown eye contact with the camera as he just ate her donut like a creep. A lot of these stories have no arc. This one has zero arc, but has maybe one of the best scenes in it. Aside from- Which, which, what are you talking about? It is the- um, It's teed up by he goes and meets his friend and his whore wife- as he calls her, right. his wife, who is a whore. Right. And then they all lay in bed, and he suddenly has a dream where everyone's naked. Just Oh, because. that was that was pretty fantastic, and I wish I had more dreams like that. I <laughs> wish I'd had a dream like that last night. <laughs> I don't think I, after I, watching this you want to have a dream like that. 
if it could just be that one scene, but <laughs> it probably would turn out to be like the guy. Uh, well, I don't want to give anything. Yeah, away. no, we'll we'll get we'll get there. We're we're coming up on uh, why I think this movie is in the Criterion Collection, and and they save the best for last. We'll say so. The, I don't really think there is like a big point to the Charlie Chaplin fanfic story, which is. He gets fired. His dad's mad about it. He gets another job. He gets fired. You mean his father, who is inexplicably a midget? Excuse me, a little person. I didn't notice. What? I don't see that. I don't. Oh, see Oh, you don't I... see size. That makes that makes sense to me. Um, I only see gender. Okay. I don't see color or size. I it's just just gender. gender. Okay. Um, but uh, that's how you knew it was his dad. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. No, because they yeah they just he's he's a little person. I I said this is like a medieval tiptoes situation <laughs> where he's he's a uh, tall sized and this is a small sized. <laughs> just like how did you miss the double thing? How did I fucking miss? I it? don't know. And the, and the dad was like it was like he's probably not even mine. Like you probably he's saying to his wife like you probably fucked some other dude. I remember that line. A lot, <laughs> lot of aggression towards women in this movie. Women. I don't know that Pasolini had a real strong sense of women. I yeah. Women are all they're either whores. That's it. <laughs> End of list. There's no either or. There's one choice. You're a whore or a child. Or not in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> too many, too much access to children in this movie. There is one weird random bit that they put in here, which is where we'll call him like Diet Scamp. I don't know what he'd be called. Diet Scamp. <laughs> the, like the the fake yeah, no. chaplain. He drops a bunch of eggs and they don't break. Which that was, was like, cool. It's like a weird magic thing. The guy goes over and grabs it and then dumps them all on the ground. They all break. In the end of- I love that it pays it off, too. I love the movie really pays off that this guy can essentially work like warlock magic. <laughs> and then that's it. Just no, no other mention. And then forget again. about it. Yeah. yeah, who cares? Mm-hmm. Who gives a shit? It ends with him in the stocks after like having gotten caught for destroying all this this man's eggs. And I'm gonna assume he died because I think it has to happen that way. Yeah, yeah. Here, I'll, I'll tell you what I wrote. Okay. Um, yeah. So when so then he has that dream, the party. That's when he has the party with the the everyone's naked, the, the naked women. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote probably the highlight of the movie so far. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then arrested. Um, does this say sings? Sings in the guillotine. Oh, yeah. He, he was does. like continuing oh. to sing in the guillotine. Very strange. Uh, and then I wrote, I'm pretty lost right now. <laughs> that's a uh, pretty good note. That's, that's a, a solid a, note, right? Solid. I don't have a time code note on that. Nope, nope. Or any time code notes for that matter. I, also, I wish that I did. <laughs> I was having a hard time uh, getting my, I just switched to PC and VLC on it, like won't let me have the, the time up. So I didn't do the. Oh, I I didn't. I looked for how to do that, and I couldn't uh, figure it out. Yeah, I, maybe I should have looked a little harder. I I remember being able to do it on Mac somehow, but anyway, not important because we are somewhere else on tail number four. Pretty lost. Pink eyes. Pink eyes. That's this story. So we open with another guy holding his dick. Yep. And is at this point underneath my note. I have oh my god, there's still an hour left. 
<laughs> Which was something Brian used to say a lot, R.I.P. Used to say... I was sad to hear that he died. That is really sad. <laughs> that his ship exploded. Oh, man. Um, I literally went, oh, my God, out loud by myself when I realized there was still an hour Ooh. of this movie left at this point. Yes. Um, so the best way to describe tale number four, Pink Eyes, is like a weird old-timey sex romp comedy. You see that classic movie Sex Drive? <laughs> it's like that, but like worse. Does anybody remember the movie Sex Drive? The only thing I remember about that movie was the DVD, because um, it was unrated. Unrated. The, the DVD menu had nudity in it. Really? Yeah. I heard they had to put the nudity in after the fact. It yes, wasn't there. They did. Yeah, that's awesome. Just because they were like contractually obligated. Well, also because DVDs would sell better if you were like, it's the extra unrated cut because there's, there's a one nipple. Question. Answer. If they. 17. Re- Next if, question. If they re released Canterbury Tales as unrated cut, would you watch it again? No. I would. Yeah, I'd watch it. Because I was like, what did they? Yeah, what did they take? Well, I, I mean, there's no shit. <laughs> They're shit in in it now. They, who? We'll who, get there. Oh, I don't remember shit, <laughs> we'll unless get- I'm just not thinking about what you're talking about. Because I definitely there's plenty of pee. Yep. Nope. That's later. Um, it's in that same story. Well, the, which is the story that we are cur- is not the story. Is not the story, guys. <laughs> everybody, calm down. Um, hey, I was. I, I wrote. I wrote that. Uh, yeah, the the boy he basically tries to assault that woman, mm-hmm. and then promises to be her slave if she'll fuck him once, and she's like, "Deal!" Like she goes from like, "Stop it!" to like, "I'm into this." If you can get rid of my husband or something. Yeah, with, with like really, what a convoluted uh, distraction plan that was. And um, I wrote that that uh, this movie would not pass muster in the in the times up. Um, Me Too era, like this movie. You can't just run up and start grabbing a woman's vagina, and she's cool with well, it. Well, depends who you ask, or if you're president. Yeah. Um. Oh, <laughs> it's so bad. But guys. that really is what happened, and it's yeah. like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, and, and and but that happens a lot in the movie, where it's just like women are are, are almost property, which I guess is historically accurate in the thirteen uh, hundreds. Yeah. So this whole I want to talk briefly about the the plot, the con, the con itself is that he's like, "Okay, I need you to slip me some food secretly so that I can stay up in my room for 3 days." And he just happens to know that when the husband goes to look at him, he's going to be standing there with his arms in the air pretending to be in like this holy trance. Okay? 3 days later, he's he's got his food. Yep. He's like I have seen all this shit and religion and stuff. There's right. going to be another Noah flood. It's going to be real bad. You need to get three bathtubs. You need to hang them from the Barrels. <laughs> like Barrels. buckets. Like yeah. giant human buckets. You need to have one day's of food worth in each of them. We need to be in our own separate things. I, I it, it, this, this, this is so convoluted, this plot. It's crazy. And also so much involved with like three days worth of food. One day's worth. This guy's very concerned about rations. This. Like having his food food 
is I put this is a lot of work for a fuck sesh. Yeah. There's there's got to be easier ways. I, I, I also they can fuck once. So I wrote it's like are you kidding me? This is at least worth twice. Come on. I think you should get to keep her at that point. I th- I, Again, not now. Yeah, I don't believe that now. But 1300s. in the context of the late late thirteen hundreds. Okay. The con works. The husband is asleep in his own bathtub. They get down like a real dope. Yeah. Apparently, them all being in their own <laughs> bathtubs and waiting for him to fall asleep, and then sneaking out of their bathtubs while he's there asleep is safer. Than them both just sneaking off together somewhere else. I, I am trying to imagine what it would take, like how I would react if you tried to say like, oh, I had a vision and it's going to be another flood and here's this plan and then we'll be fine. Like, like I'm trying to imagine like what story you would have to tell me for me to believe something like that. Because it wouldn't be that. I, <laughs> I would not believe that. I... I think you would believe it when the water started coming, but not until then. You'd be like, all right, buddy, and then never talk to me again. But I suppose that's true. This, I put, this is 10 seconds in this story, this this next sentence, which I can't say quite yet. There, we, we forgot about Absalom. Absalom, who the is singing al- boy. <laughs> who is also in love with Allison, who is this woman. How did you get Allison? Boy, I didn't write that one down. I I assume that's actually Call, right. I called her wife. Uh, Absalom is in love with wife, and while Absalom, oh fuck, while wife and I don't even know what the other dude's name was. The fuck boy, fuck boy. That's actually what I call Guys, one of the further stories. Well, so much profanity. I, I apologize, but it's not going to stop. Uh, yeah, I'm. It's just going to get worse. So uh, the. Uh, while they're laying in bed naked next to each other, Absalom love and life. By the way, yeah, really enjoyed themselves, pissing in a bucket. Like, yeah, you know, like you do. Just you don't want to have to take a break. Shit's tight. Yeah. The and this is also just a weird thing in the back of my head. Um, Absalom's talking to Allison, and she gets up to go talk to him by the window, and when she did. She like kind of barely almost touched the dude's pubes, and I was like, "Ew, ew!" <laughs> like you have I, a pube, you're you're scared of pubes. No, but like it took me out of the the story, and I was thinking of like the actor, the actor. And, like the actor brushing up. Again. How about any of these actors? <laughs> That's true. How- or or this actor later, she's like, "If you give me a kiss, well, I'll leave." So Absalom opens the shutter to give a kiss, and Allison just like straight up rips ass in his face. Like, not in his face. He's like in between, yeah. in between cheeks, doing this. Yeah, and there's people who are into that. By the way, I just learned something about myself. Yeah, yeah. Gotta tell you, not one of them. I don't want. I don't want fart in my face. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, not I've into it. I've seen it. I don't like it. Not I in mean, real person. I've seen it in video. I don't think it's fun. It doesn't look fun to me. So crazy that all of that, like this this, this elevated high class movie, all of that in, in the service of these like really juvenile jokes, like f- face farting, <laughs> and then what is what is about to happen. This is the part that I said. This is 10 seconds 
and I'm not joking, of story, that this whole thing happens. The guy goes and gets a red-hot poker, Absalon. Of course. Gets a red-hot poker. Checks out. Returns, says, one more time, I'll give you one more kiss. The She's ap- kind of a dick to him, too. Yeah. She's like, yeah. what? <laughs> what? I'm here with my boy. Uh, the- you know what it took for us to get this thing set up? <laughs> Got my husband in a bucket. He's still asleep in his bucket. Uh, she says, okay, I'll give you one more kiss. And then the dude's like, all right, it's my turn. Fuck boy's like, all right, I'll do it this time. Goes and puts his ass in the face shutter. Farting. For the face farting. Puts his ass in the window. Absalon stabs him in the ass with the, the red hot poker. Yeah. This is 10 seconds. The de- the husband wakes up. Yep. And his tub falls from the ceiling and I assume he's dead. Yeah, I assume that as well. <laughs> I'm like, okay, he's dead. Yeah, the body count that did, like it goes, it, it happens so quickly. The body count, and that's the end of the story, isn't it? Somewhere else. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah. A lot of loose ends. It was like a lighthearted romp, and it was like some face farting, and then like murder. All of a yeah, sudden. a lot of threshold guardians yeah. in this in this story. Uh, so, anyway, somewhere else, tale number five the one with the lady in the penis. So this opens up on a lady boning her husband. <laughs> now, when you say the lady the the lady and the guy with the penis, mm-hmm. are you referring to Doctor Who? Tom Baker? Is my that... Doctor Who, the third doc the fourth doctor? Shit. I don't know any Doctor Who's. <gasps> I know none. That's fucking Doctor Who, man. That's my doctor from Is when it I actually? was a kid. Yes. That's Doctor Who. That's Tom Baker. So you saw your Doctor Who's dick. Yeah. Like a lot of it. Yeah. Are we talking about the same guy? Well, there wasn't a lot of it. <laughs> we saw it often. I wouldn't say there was a lot of it to see, which is, look, that's a little, is that judgy? Kind of, a little bit. A little bit. That's a, yeah, Lauren, my, my girlfriend asked me that, like, what, you know, like, oh, what, you know, she she immediately goes to that stereotypical question, classic woman, am I right? <laughs> No, about like you know, what is he? So you know, oh, he did nudity. So like you know, pretty impressive. Was she right? watching this with you? No, oh, no, okay, she okay. was uh, asleep. Okay, and <laughs> ten minutes in. Yeah, she wasn't watching it. No, she was in another room. Mm-hmm. And um, she, it's the best uh, way to watch these. But she was like, "Is it impressive?" It's like not really. I, I mean, I'm impressed that he had the confidence. But man, what? But like, not just the confidence. Like they make a meal of it. Like he's dressing, and it's like he's he keeps like looking at it, like a lot. Yeah, I I mean, I do that. I like to keep an eye on it. You don't want you don't know what's gonna do suddenly. I like to see how sudden moves, boys. (laughs) I like to see how it kind of like dribbles out on top of my pants when I'm pulling my pants on, and then like as I pull my zipper, as I pull the pants up, it like kind of straightens it, and then I pull it past it, and then it pops in. Yeah. (laughs) It's <laughs> like it's like a probably a two minute scene of watching this dude put his dick away. <laughs> also, like a peeping Tom style. Yeah, everybody needs to shut the door. I mean, granted, I understand that this was in the 1300s. Also, it didn't occur to me until that last we were talking about the segment with the uh, the fuck boy fart face scene. Uh, pink eyes, yes. Pink eyes. Tail number four. Pink. pink eyes. Um. There's so much like bucket pissing and all that stuff. And I was like, what is, they just don't want to, 
Oh, right, because there was no plumbing. Mm-hmm. It didn't occur to me until then. That oh, it was you like, thought they oh, were just right. doing it for fun? Yeah, I just thought, no, I just figured that it was like, you know what? <sighs> There's no reason to leave this room. Let's just store it up, save it up. Look, I do it all the time. I get it. Yeah. Like, why get up if you're comfortable? I mean, there's. I don't, have you ever had to pee into a, devi- a, a a receptacle that is not the toilet? Yes. Multiple <clears throat> times, and recently. And is that... Wait, yeah, that's that water. That, that's okay, water. that's water. <laughs> All right. I, I, uh, the, I, I, it's, there's a, it's a real... Have you ever had a situation where you're like, oh, no. I think I might have more in the chamber than the <laughs> yeah. receptacle that I have. Yes. Yeah. So you're saying, what do they do then? I'm just wondering if if, if, if I was <laughs> alone in this, and I'm I'm, I'm glad that, to know that I'm not. Uh, one time when it happened, is it's usually if I'm pissing in something and I'm in a place where I can't get another thing, it was so bad that even though I stop, it feels like I don't have to piss anymore. Because it was so bad. Oh, God. And it was like, I can just yeah, cut it it's off. at least relieved. It's yeah. Like, All right. I, I have control of my muscles again. Yeah, because I can't just keep going because no. it'll overflow. Right. And I'm not just going to get out, go outside or whatever, or like get out of the car, which is what it's it usually mostly happens. mostly a car, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was underneath a stage in high school. I was in a production <laughs> of The Fantastics. And I was one of the characters who come out of the of a chest like an hour into the show. So you had to be in there for the first hour? And you have to be in there the first 30 or 40 minutes before the show when they let the audience in. <laughs> so so I had, and I used to be in the habit of drinking um double gulps. Okay. From seven yeah. eleven, which is a sixty-four ounce soda. And I would drink those frequently before the the all the time all the time all the time and so i but i had the cup in there and i finished it and i was waiting and i realized at some point i realized this has to happen i i i was it during a performance yes (laughs) yeah that's so good as i realized i'm not gonna be able to perform yeah so you burst out of the chest you just leave your cup of piss in Not there. under underneath the stage, yeah, <laughs> underneath the stage, and it was. Uh, uh, I was not alone. There's another person who comes out with you uh, in this scene, and it was. Uh, it, it was terrible. It was that's awesome. It was, it was awful. So did you have to go back and get it and try to get it before anyone saw it, that it was there? It's worse than that, actually. Because then you go back into the thing for intermission. You're you basically you're never coming out. There's never a time where you're not on stage or under the stage. Okay. Um. And uh. So the stage manager, I was like, I'm in trouble, and they 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 took it from me. That's fucking commitment. Yeah, it was pretty bad. That's. that's I didn't. I didn't mean to bring it down, everybody. That's amazing. I'm so sorry. That's why and, I don't do theater anymore. They won't let me. I was. They won't was let me pee from, and stuff. It's banned from theater. I was like, oh, just a little piss. Come on. <laughs> uh, so back to the lady in the penis. This is the one where her quote was, "I have." Are we still recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have the best little pussy to be found in Bath. That's right. Um. Her husband, 
I guess dies from boning too much and does like one of those cool dude like finger into a circle hand. He does like the fucking he finger thing. fucks his own hand. Yeah, he, f- he does like the finger and then dies. Says never again. <laughs> Class move. And then she goes and marry or like tells she wants to marry the Doctor Who guy. You mean what, after she jerks him off? Oh yeah, yeah. Just chill. Like I also park. said, a lot of crowd work, and the, there's so many crowds in this movie. So many crowds. So that's what I don't understand. Like they just had to know they were doing a thing and not know what or like why they were doing it. Well, I think because I, I'm pretty sure that they shot this in Italy, and I think there are a lot him. of towns where they're just there's just not a lot going on. And so I'll be in the shit movie, whatever. I don't yeah, even give a shit. Well, that mean nobody knew Sallow because it hadn't been made yet. I don't believe. So didn't he make Sallow and then die? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was his last movie. Yeah, because of it, I think. Yeah, right. Oh, that's right. Should have made a better movie. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, um, absolutely. Shouldn't have said that out loud. That's sometimes there you you think of things and they're like keep it to yourself kind of things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Joey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lady pulls guy away, gives him a tug, and says, "Marry me." That's that's I wrote, about where we're at. Somehow they got married. <laughs> that's that's when we cut to the next scene, and she's carrying in the bucket, and she's like, "This is for the pee of my fifth husband." So it, gross. Sets it down on the ground. I mean, look, I I'm a pretty nostalgic guy. You know, I keep things. I have I have all kinds of things from. Other times in my life, sometimes those involved other relationships. Uh, you know, I don't necessarily have sentimental attachment to them, but I, I do have sentimental attachment to some things. I'm a nostalgic guy. But the piss bucket, like, is that, that's how you want to remember? I mean, I even, like dogs, I understand, because dogs, their urine communicates a lot of things. It's how they... It's how they talk. It's how they leave notes to each other. But we don't. Why do you need to have that kind of access to the urine stench? I'm going to shatter your world here. Okay. I think that was for Doctor Who. Doctor Who was her fifth husband. No, I know. But... She still didn't. Weren't didn't she have the four buckets? I think she might of have her had previous husbands. Yeah, I thought okay. she had all those buckets. Yeah, okay, okay. she was like collect all five. Like yeah. she needed to have all those. You need more than one bucket for a bath, though. It was the fourth doctor, by the way. Okay, just want to don't anybody. Doctor Dick. Yeah. But then, like nothing happens. He like tells her something. Tiny they like, need doctor. <laughs> they have like a weird fight. She pretends to die and then bites his nose, and that's it. Bites his fucking nose. Not that off. is. I'll tell you what. I am not into that. <laughs> a, maybe a little bit of maybe a light biting. It didn't look super hard. I, I just I don't want my nose bit. All right, that's fair. Just... Anyway, somewhere else. <laughs> Tale number six. Fuck boys with a Z and an O I. Fuck boys. You mean wherein the boys in red want to watch corn being milled? That sounds so fun. That's how it starts. They're like, we want to see the corn get milled. You know, like you're always thinking about when you're younger. (laughs) Everybody's saying that all the time. Well, it was, they had like a teacher or somebody who was sick. So they were like, hey, since you're sick, we're going to go watch the corn. Like, that sounds like a great time. Oh, man. Again, there was nothing going on back there. No, yeah, so they were in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, they roll up to the mill, 
and I don't know if you saw this too. Uh, there was just two people's asses hanging out of the wall. Uh, yes. Were they shitting out of the a window? Uh, here's what I wrote. Okay. Kind of fell asleep for whatever deal they made <laughs> with the, with their their person, the their master or whatever. Yeah. He they're like he's sick or he's dying or whatever. So we're gonna go do this, and they borrow a horse from the school and go ride off with the corn bag. Yeah. Yeah, I sort of, I sort of nodded out on that one. <laughs> okay, well, you didn't miss much. Okay, they mill, they go and they mill their corn. It turns to flour. The mill owner like hits their horse and sets it away, and is like, "Ha, I'm so fun and clever, and fuck those guys." Anyway, <laughs> when does like, when does the mom start yodeling? I don't remember the mom yodeling. Oh, well, I wrote that down. I might have mentally checked out <laughs> at that one. And then, but they then they kept talking about filling half their sacks with bran. I found that very confusing. I, th- I figured I missed something. <laughs> in in it sounds like you did too, because you when I just said that you looked at me like what? like like what I was saying weren't words. <laughs> I'm just like reliving, watching this, and just like having this out of body view of me watching this movie and like how hilarious that looks to me just like on a saturday night in the corner of my kitchen by myself with my laptop just staring at this and comprehending none of it i wish i watched it on my laptop i watched i connected my laptop to a 49 inch television <laughs> and was watching it well i bet it looked beautiful Sure. You know there's it, two more of these movies? Oh god damn it. In this trilogy? The end. Wait, <laughs> movies or are you talking Wait, this there are is, more Canterbury Tales? No, Canterbury Tales is number two in the oh, trilogy of okay. life, or whatever it's called. Oh, what is the third movie? It's it's not Solo. Solo's not part of it. We're, oh, what? It's, it's the Decadron or something, and then Canterbury Tales, and then Arabian Nights. Oh, yes, I did. The Decameron. Decameron, is what yeah. it is. I did know that. Because so, they're all Chaucer, they're Chaucer books, right? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think th- I think they are. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> There's no way we can find out. No. Anyway, so they go and try to find their horse, and then they come back to the mill, and it's like, it's so late, can we stay here? And then when they get back, they find that the mill has, like, the Miller family has used all their stuff, all their grains or their bran or whatever. And it's like, we're going to teach him. We're going to bang his daughter. Now, here's a question that I had uh-huh. for for I'm I'm hoping that you didn't nod out as I did. I didn't fall asleep for any of it. Did they have some kind of interaction with the daughter before that? Yeah, just like seeing her. Oh, but she they weren't like, "Hi, how you doing? Hey, what's up?" I don't think so. I think they were just like they but- went straight to rape city. And she was like, oh, I never thought you'd ask. Like, oh, thank God you're finally raping me. That's crazy. I think they knew. Time's up, man. I think they knew her from before. Like, this isn't the first time they've seen her. Oh. And they've like, you know, like waved or whatever. And she's like smiling at him. And then. So it's not rape. I don't think it's. It still kind of felt. It's still kind of felt. rapey vibe. Yeah, but I don't think it was like. Terrible act, you guys. As rapey as it could have been had they not been like flirty oh was she in the first scene when they get there when they get to the mill and they know each other kind of yeah she's pooping out of the window oh god that's right so 
Here's they they're they're gonna stay with the Mill family. It's too late to watch this movie. <laughs> they're gonna stay. It's not too late for you guys to not watch this movie. Though. We're doing this is public service. Yeah, We're doing this. They don't have you're to. You're welcome. They all sleep in the same room. So our fuck boys are in one bed. Yeah. The husband and wife Miller are in one bed. The daughter is in another bed with her baby. It looks. It kind of looks like the 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 parent the grandparents in Willy Charlie. Wonka. The, yeah, it's hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> There's one thing about that the parent the grandparents in Willy Wonka. I'm like, ew, all their feet are together. I mean, ew, sick. Bed sores. The they're all wearing like oh god it's so gross it's, can you imagine what that room smelled like like four old people just in bed all the time it's like laundry soup like because she sort of stirs that big thing with laundry oh anyway oh that just i <laughs> i'm i can feel you know when you're you gonna gag yeah and you get that like rush of saliva <laughs> yeah that's hot mouth hot mouth i don't that that almost makes it worse <laughs> <laughs> calling it hot mouth. Well, you gotta get that hot I, mouth. I hate that. <laughs> hate mouth. Okay. So, hey, we're gonna go, we're gonna fuck the Miller's daughter. And to, and before that, like, touch my dick, is it ready? The fuck? <laughs> oh, yeah. The fuck boys what are What are those good. guys doing? Touch my dick, is it ready? I feel like maybe they don't need to bring the girl I, in. I think 100%. that they're kind of like... This is, they don't need a surrogate. And I was like, now touch my dick. Is it ready? Like, eh. All right, well, I'll try All right, right I'm going to go first. Hold on, let's try it. Let's actually hear you and I. <laughs> let's let's touch each other's dicks just uh, one at a time. Mm. The least gay number, one at a time. Not that there's anything wrong with being gay. But I, I'm just saying that Joey and I are, in fact, not uh, doing not, that. Yeah, not. We're just, look, I, I'm flattered. Um, I, 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 I enjoy our friendship. Um, but but you're married, but, and I'm in a re- very committed relationship but to it, a woman. Uh, but really, is it ready? It feels ready. It's ready. So he goes and bones the daughter, and she's like super cool with it. I'm ready too. <laughs> the other part, this is almost like very similar to Pink Eyes in that this is a very elaborate and comedy of errors. Yeah, yeah. The while the the dude. One of the fuckboy number one is boning the daughter. The mom gets up to take a piss. And when she comes back, other fuckboy had moved the thing in front of her bed to front of his bed. She's like, oh, that's they, my bed. And they very clumsily set up her knocking into it going, oh, that damn thing. It's in front of my bed. Right. So I know that is my bed. Right. And so when she comes back in and sees the thing, she's like, oh, this is my bed, even though that it is the first bed and no longer the second bed in the room. And then he rapes the mom. No, no, no. They. She's like, oh, husband, this is so unlike you. That's rape, though, because she doesn't know. She didn't say, I'm going to have sex with this young boy. That's true. So the Miller is just asleep while daughter's getting plowed over here. His wife's getting plowed over here by her fuck boys. Um, and then I died. <laughs> I don't know what this means, but it's written in all caps angrily. And it just says, eat this bread. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. Uh, my next note is, fell asleep again, question mark? <laughs> I think you need to watch these earlier. 
Yeah, yeah. No, that'll never happen again. That'll never. I look. I'm. I've been moving. I didn't have. I, <laughs> that's I, that's I did, fair. I, the day got away from me. I built a. I ordered a bed frame. Mm. Got it all built. Realized as I was finishing it, we can't sleep on this without a box spring. Oh, we need to have a box spring. Went to a mattress store. Found out you can't just go buy a box you spring. Have to buy a whole thing. The bed, the well, too. they just don't care. Well, you could, but they just don't carry them. This uh-huh. is good criterion talk, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Is this the kind of thing everybody's interested in? It's very related to eat this bread. Yeah, it sure is. Point being, it got real late before I was able to talk to to watch the movie. Okay, um, that's my point. So, do you know what eat this bread means? I don't. I have <laughs> no idea. Well, hold on. I think that I don't. I have no idea what that means. I think the daughter. Should we watch it? <laughs> Not good. The next morning, I think the daughter was like, "I made this bread with your stolen, with our the stolen grain," and then they leave, and that's the end of the story. Oh, it's kind of a heartwarming ending. Yeah, yeah. The boys get to they get their fuck on. They get the boy got to rape a grown woman, a married woman, and she kind of word. You rape. You're right. Okay, listen. He he uh he he enjoyed sexual congress mm-hmm. with a married woman mm-hmm. and she enjoyed sexual congress with a fuck well. boy with a fuck boy anyway somewhere else tale number 7 or as i like to call it the obligatory pee comes out the dick story wait this is 7 yeah i've got the this is the last story of notes on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh i thought there were 8 I think eight counts as the very, very last one, which or, I didn't realize was a separate story until I read about it later. We'll get there. This okay. story, everyone's naked and fucking. Yeah, so what is this, the Sex Olympics? <laughs> they, I think they're in a whorehouse, I believe. Yeah, very much so. Yes. Uh, and then for some reason, starts one of the dudes starts giving a speech, and then he just pees on people from the balcony. Just rain makes it rain. Pisses on an old woman... Pisses on a group of guys, just peeing. And no one's doing anything about it. Nobody's like throwing anything at him or saying, hey, please stop. (laughs) Sir, this is a nice establishment. Excuse me. I I don't mean to interrupt what you're doing up there. I mean, that's the nice way to say it. Pardon me. Please, please stop. Please. Please. Okay. Please. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I guess it worked. <laughs> he just pe- was he actually pissing? He, I mean, in real life? Yeah. It sure looked like it he still, was. It really looked real. It I, looked I, like he was. I'm going to go ahead and give it to Pasolini. I think that guy was really peeing. Okay. It, and I was into it. Yeah. Makes it rain from the balcony. Tell you uh, what. I didn't fall asleep at that part. I was <laughs> in my attention now. was wrapped. <laughs> so they say they save the best for last. This is um the next scene, the the four dudes is now down to three and the pisser has been murdered somewhere on the bench. Maybe because he pisses on people, who's to say? Yeah, shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have done that. He's just murdered while he was drunk on a bench. And now they're out for revenge. The three that are left. Uh, right. And they they walk up to this old dude, and I, I I had like a moment of brain death where like nothing I was seeing anymore mattered, and it could have been because of the piss that I had just seen rain yep. down on twenty five people, 
but I don't know what the logic flow was from deciding they're going to murder the person that murdered their friend, finding this old dude like out in the the boonies, and then also finding out he was an associate of death. Yeah, didn't they go looking for death? Yeah. I thought that's what they were looking for death. You know, like we all do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of but that Tuesday guy was, afternoon. the guy knew him, was like friends with him. Yeah. It's like it's out there or by the trees or, or something. Right. I, I I kind of spaced out. Was you not off? Uh no, I was thinking uh, about well, all the piss I just can saw play at that game. <laughs> I was it was like eight PM. I was awake. Didn't they use this same gag almost in um American Pie two? Did didn't see it. didn't somebody pee off of a balcony? The audience will know. Somebody'll know out there. Into and somebody into a cup that Stifler. Oh no, Stifler drank a, a beer that had come in it. Maybe it's a different movie. Oh, oh, why is that not on Criterion? American Pie Two. Yeah, no comment. Because it wasn't made. It wasn't made in the seventies. Fair enough. Mm. Uh, oh, they have new movies. Every time a Wes Anderson, no, I said it wasn't made in the takes 70s. a shit. They put it on Criterion. There's some I love Wes Anderson. Oh, I love Wes Anderson too, but he has taken some dupes. <laughs> and uh, Darjeeling, I, I thought Darjeeling was fine. No, I think uh, Moonrise Kingdom don't love it is infuriating. Yeah, don't love it. Yeah, but it's okay. It's infuriating. It's not. It's. I mean, it's no piss boys, fuck boys, pink eye, <laughs> but right. Um. Okay, I'm gonna. We'll just get through. We're we're running long, so I'm gonna just oh, get I'm through sorry. the end of this. This is. Uh, oh wow! They go out to this tree. They find a bunch of treasure, and then one guy, the youngest guy, is like, "I need to go get wine and bread so we can stay here and take this this treasure out at night." Right. So he gets poison. Poisons the wine. Goes back to the tree. So he can have all the money himself. Yes. Like a simple plan. Yes, I believe this is the what Spoiler that's based alert. on. And the people at the tree are like, we just stab him, and we only have to split it two ways. So they stab the guy. Then they drink the After wine. After they know they already drank the wine. Oh, did they? They drank the wine, and, and as they're drinking it, they're like, ha, 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 drinking the wine, man, we're having a crazy time. They stab the guy. And then they start, like, vomiting and shitting, yep. which is where the shit comes in. While they're silhouetted against the hill, you see one of them throw up, one of them starts to shit, and then they both pass out dead, and they cut to one of the dudes laying down on the ground next to a comical pile of shit. That I forgot about. End of story. Meanwhile, somewhere else... That's right. Our last story. Yes. This is story or tale number eight, and it's called Hell Rules. Um, I didn't realize we were still in a story at the beginning of this because I thought it was just like the wrapper of the movie wrapping up the whole right, thing. Right. But apparently that friar who was getting something from another friar's butt where there's like, yeah, you can have the, the, the treasure. It's the, in my ass. There were a guy farts an old man's face. <laughs> he farts so in his hand. So many fart jokes. He farts in this old man's hand. He's like, you can have this thing on my face. deathbed. It's behind me. Lower. That's right. Lower. And then he farts. Anyway, <laughs> someone, some angel comes and he's like, I'm going to take you to hell. That's now. right. <laughs> and then just smash cut to hell. Hell is fucking awesome. Hell was pretty cool. 
Hell was pretty cool. There was there was uh, suffering. There was farting. This is when Kim walked by, and there was dudes in full body paint, completely nude, dancing around with like demon masks and wings. Oh yeah, being devils with big floppy green and red dicks everywhere. And then it's a lot like that barbecue a couple weeks ago. <laughs> they have probably the worst double dare set prop. <laughs> Of, of a giant asshole that people are... Well, can, what Double Dare game would that be? Would that be Family Double Dare? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's... This is apparently... <laughs> Satan, double Dare. Satan is shitting the the bad friars out into hell. And hell is... is it's a, I believe it's Italian for Naked Dude Party. So they have all these naked dudes around and he... Sh- Satan's shitting out the friars into hell. And you see it like an old naked guy getting like ass raped by some demon somewhere. Typical. Yeah. That's hell. But what really grossed me out <laughs> is that they do the thing where you see a real person start to do a thing and then they cut in close for the double dare prop of the <laughs> asshole. But they are far away and you see like an actual dude bend over and his ass cheeks are there. And I'm like, I don't want to see asshole. I, I don't want to. See. And then they it's cut in close. I'm like, Oh, Oh, okay. That's a prop. <laughs> and then it starts to open up and then like real humans are coming out oh, of it. Oh God, that's right. He's shitting the fryers. And I it- totally <laughs> forgot about How that. How could you forget that? It's well, the- what did I wrote here? I wrote, Oh, I just wrote suffering and farting. And then I wrote smashing pumpkins because the the video, I, I, I have to believe, I've never read anything about it and I probably should have looked it up beforehand, but the video for Bullet with Butterfly Wings, their first like like crossover hit single uh, from the album Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Great. Okay. Um, you know that song. The audience knows the song. The music video looks like it was shot in that like in a quarry like that like it looks it's gotta be stylistically nope there are no there's there are no double dare buttholes okay and there are no demons but i have to imagine uh let me know if you guys agree with me (laughs) uh i don't know if you can see my last note that's literally <laughs> hell rules. It's really just it was after sitting through these other stories. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> fucking. Mo- it, it was for it did end on a on a on a high note for sure. It ended it, it certainly ended on an exuberant note. Yeah, and then no, my last note is this <laughs> is the Fine. end card. Yeah, which is it's fiend f i n e, and it's just like fine it's like the movie the movie gets to the end and is like fine We're fine done. and that's how i felt fine okay fine thanks see a lot if, see if i care fuck you criteria not rhinish so at the end of this yeah i don't know if you've seen uh these on the criterion youtube they have three reasons for a handful of movies and i think they got bored of it and stopped doing it okay but they have three reasons why their movie like why this movie is included in the criterion collection right and i could not find them for this movie but per tradition i write down my own why i assume 
I don't know if you did this as well. I don't know if if we did I, that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't uh, realize that that was a part of the. <laughs> I, I did listen to Salo, okay. which was like I think it was like the eighth episode you guys did. Yeah. So maybe you guys were still honing in on your. It's format. very possible. Uh, so my Rest three. In peace, Brian. Yeah, it's, so sorry the ship. The ship really exploded. Um, he did. I did hear as the ship was blowing up. I don't care. Yeah, it's really, really. Um, Apathy will get you. So the three reasons why I believe that this is included in Criterion Collection. Reason number one, uh, never really properly starting or ending anything. (laughs) Uh, Number two, uh, this is the world's largest Satan's asshole. And number three, piss out dicks. Oh, God. I mean, that for me, that's number one with a bullet. It, 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 It... the anytime you can have people peeing on each other in a, in a, in a, a movie that is being held aloft as a, an important yes work. yes yeah. not since uh, Larry Clark's movie Ken Park well we don't need to think about that and as is tradition or was as is was tradition uh, I have rewritten the is was the Criterion synopsis yes this I like for do I have to take my headphones off. Uh, no, you don't. Okay. Not for this one. Right. <laughs> um, it was not as bad as Solo. Uh, Canterbury Tales is the big budget adaptation of handing a pen, notebook, and vodka tampon to your creepy <laughs> uncle and telling him to, quote, make art. <laughs> Through its gross misunderstanding of the three-act structure, uh, Canterbury Tales illuminates the primary concerns of long ago, namely dicks, the firmness of said dicks, where to store and or place the dicks, and what to do with the various secretions of the dicks. With metaphors as clumsy and big as a dump truck, it whiffs its attempts to knock down big Christianity a peg so substantially the Pope could easily shrug off the criticism that it's too hard to take the proletariat serious when they've blacked out from butt-chugging 40s, <laughs> uh, butt-chugging 40s of steel reserve whilst laying in piles of their own shit. <laughs> that is... Uh, that's Canterbury Tales. That's uh, that's a pretty compelling case mm. that you've made for it. So uh, this is, I would say, a hard, the deep dive back into the world of Criterionauts. So for our next movie, yes, we are going to do Flesh for Frankenstein. Andy War. It's in fact the full title is Andy Warhol's Flesh for Frankenstein. Was there any? Have you seen this? Should I be honest? Yes. I have seen this okay. once on Laserdisc. <laughs> um, so it's been, been, a, been a minute. It's been a Laserdisc. Got it. That's a unit of measure, I think, <laughs> yeah. right? It, it, um, yeah, it's been quite some time. Mm-hmm. And I, I want, I mean, probably college. So it's been a, it's been a long time. And, and um, yeah, the thing with Andy Warhol is he didn't actually direct these movies. Um, Paul... Paul Morrissey, I think, maybe directed. Oh, from the band. Yeah. America, your head's too big. If I knew Morrissey, if it's, it's a pretty really solid Morrissey impression. Uh-huh. All right. Well, uh, return. we'll return next time with Flesh for Frankenstein. Thank you guys for listening. You can find more at explosemagico.com. You can... I guess still follow Criterionauts at Criterionauts because I never took the, the Twitter down, but I guess we'll be able to use it again. Yeah, we'll be posting all kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, you can also go to the Explosive Magico Criterionauts section of the website and use the email form if you have a suggestion. You can let us know or you can tweet at us as well. 
Uh, so I have been Joy Ronish with new co-host Chris McCaleb. Hello. We are Goodbye. here. <laughs> we are here to watch what a Canterbury Tales. Anyway, let's get into it. Um, uh, we will see you all next time for Flesh for Frankenstein. It's good to be back, I guess. And we'll see you then. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.